Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting episode of Super Mega Cast. I know you've been waiting all week for it. Well, the time is here, and uh, it's it's Super Mega Cast. That's I- right. Another week has passed, and... The- Matt and I are here once again, as always, to uh, provide you with uh, voices so you can uh, be more productive or be entertained. I feel like uh, people listen to us in the background more than they actively listen or actively watch. Maybe our purpose in life, you ever thought like if, if everyone has a purpose, our purpose is just to exist as background noise for people to help them get through their day? I hope we're at least decent. Back- I, I know sometimes... We get a little uh, uh, goofy. Silly, yeah. And uh, we scare people. No, 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 get the feather! Luke, you threw in a, uh, a scary sound effect. Yeah, there, I, right? I, you know he did. He threw in a very scary sound right there. People people say, uh, Super Mega, I'm driving when I listen to you, and when you put in the big scary sounds, it makes me weave off the road. Potentially getting in an accident, sometimes actually getting in an accident, or people blame us. Which, I don't want to take credit for it because I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to claim culpability in yeah. something. But if you think that that's what happened, that's hilarious. To the to the one fan who did drive off the road yep. when we put in a jump scare and they broke their arm. Uh, <laughs> Thank with, you. Without accepting any form of responsibility, yeah. I'm just saying I hope that your arm has healed. Pr- that was a while ago. <laughs> I'm very. I know. I I have nothing to be sorry about. Exactly. No, well, you're sorry that, that I'm happened. sorry that it happened to them. Yeah, it's an unfortunate thing, but but you're not sorry as in you're not claiming responsibility for any of which. Uh, uh, what they tell the you physical damage is uh, apparently if you're ever in any fender bender or car accident, never say you're sorry. Even never. If, even if it is your fault, just don't don't say it because apparently even just because that's my first go to is if I were to hit someone like oh I'm so sorry, but. That apparently can be used against you in court and the insurance companies as admitting fault. I say that you should only speak in slurs so they're too embarrassed to tell the police exactly what you said. So what did he say? Uh, he said some bad stuff. Well, he I just said a exactly. bunch of slurs. Uh, I mean, are slurs based on what, like what word? He was slurring his words? Like, what do you mean? Oh, is he drunk? No. <laughs> he said... Luke, do you want to throw in a slur? I don't know. <laughs> what your favorite slur, Luke? There it is, everyone. That's Luke's mine. Is cracker? Slur. Cracker's a great slur. Yeah, uh, honky's it is, good. It is a slur, technically, right? 
Cracker? Yeah. I Twitch, Twitch Bandit treats yeah. it as one. So. I think Cracker's a slur. It hurts me when someone calls me Cracker. Yeah, um, it, it hurts me greatly. You know, my family, uh, you know. My family, you know, my wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that a Borat impression yeah, you were working Borat on? impression. That's awesome. Dude, they mentioned Borat in The Sopranos. What? Yeah. They go, that hit was very nice. He did a gabagool. He goes, very nice. I got to fucking go back home to my wife. Oh, really? No, uh, the oh, okay. the daughter comes in the room to her brother. He's all depressed looking at news about the Afghan Afghanistan war. And she's like, <laughs> I'm watching Borat downstairs. It, it's the part where he brings his shit to the lady. I could watch it a million times. And the brother's like, it's not fair to the people that were involved. <laughs> What is he? Some sort of like a right wing asshole or whatever? No, actually, the opposite. When he when he in the final season, he becomes very depressed and uh, start becomes obsessed with the with the war in George Bush. I just finished Sopranos. Is George Bush in Sopranos? He is. Yeah, there's a part where the brother and his girlfriend are watching a funny compilation of George Bush dancing to some goofy music. Oh, okay, that's um, nice. Yeah, but I, I finished it finally. Congratulations! Or it's been, I watched the whole thing in less than a month, but. Really fantastic show. Got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of sad parts, a lot of good parts. The ending, I know the ending is for you've seen the ending. You haven't seen the show, but you've seen the ending, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people uh, hated it. I loved it. I thought it was a great ending. I think the ending fits. It's a. It's I don't know. It's not like a. I don't know. People say that it like leaves it open for interpretation. I feel like it does. I'm not gonna spoil it, but I feel like it does to a degree, but not in terms of like to where. It comes at the disservice of any character growth or the themes or anything like that. I feel like the ending actually serves the themes of the show. And I know I haven't watched the show. It's like, Ryan, how can you be saying this? Well, it's because I know the ending. Yeah. And I, I knowing about Sopranos, you kind of understand that. I feel like Sopranos kind of, uh, I don't know, a lot of shows have that uh, popular thing with it, like Breaking Bad. You're the... The uh, criminal with the heart, with not, I guess, the heart of gold, but the criminal you're rooting for. Right. So to speak. Yeah. Um, until maybe uh, you watch it a second time. I don't know if Tony Soprano, like, I'm sure he's a piece of shit. He's a pretty bad guy. But he didn't watch Jane die. No, he didn't watch Jane die. <laughs> uh, People are like, you said you weren't going to spoil I think, I Sopranos, think... then you just go and biff on Breaking Bad? Walter White's a worse guy than Tony Soprano for sure. The BB? Yeah. Come on, man. But You're going to spoil BB for me, bro? Come I, on, bro. I also just finished Better Call Saul. Yeah? My rewatch. But real quick, uh, David Chase, the, the creator of Sopranos, mm-hmm. said that because people ask him about the ending, and he's like, if you if you just pay attention to how we wrote it, all, all the clues are there for you to figure out. And I will say, in the second to last episode, the ending scene kind of kind of writes out the ending for you. That's my... I know people will debate me in the comments on this, on on what you can figure out. Well, I don't want to spoil the show, but it's also been out since 1999. Uh, I, I I could put it like this. Um, the show doesn't have to blatantly show you what it's uh what it's going for. My I think theor- I think you understand exactly the the um the tone that the finale and the scene is setting. Um I think most people came to a certain conclusion because, as you said, they set it up earlier, and I can only assume what that means. I, I, I know I'm talking a lot of ish for someone who's never watched the show. No, you're spot on though. But you're spot on. Yeah, you fuck is spot on. And I, uh, I'll just say people can interpret it as a good ending or a bad ending. I think that it's the bad ending is the one that. Okay. 
loop cut real quick. You can only see the our our interpretations and our and that brief discussion on our Patreon. Unfortunately, we're 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 putting on we're putting that twenty second thirty second clip up. You have to pay five bucks for it, okay? Specifically, that one that clip is behind Patreon, but also its own paywall. So that's an extra five bucks. Yes, yeah, but uh, but yeah, great show. And I just finished uh, my first rewatch of Better Call Saul from start to finish. And you know what? The show I think is 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 massively better on a straight full rewatch for the second time because uh, I feel like the first time I watched Better Call Saul I was expecting more because I was used to Breaking Bad mm-hmm. uh, and not that Better Call Saul didn't come with punches but you know it was it tonally it was different yeah. um, especially like the ending and stuff but I think that on the second rewatch not having my expectations set to like Oh, it's gonna be as intense as Breaking Bad uh, and stuff like that. You know, I really, really liked it. I really like the ending now. My favorite part of uh, Better Call Saul, uh, I I could even go back. I, I feel like upon rewatch, I may I might change my mind, but I still think seasons one through three, um, are like my favorite seasons of the whole show. Four and five has have really great episodes, but for me, my my favorite storyline involved Chuck. I love the dynamic between uh the just the brothers I really like and not to say that it became a, like worse or bad when uh when that story when that story thread is is solved right but I don't know I I, I just I didn't con- connect as much with the season four and five stuff I didn't feel as well season four or five becomes more the breaking bad universe yeah where seasons one through three are almost entirely better call Saul's original like it's it's about Jimmy's life, and then it starts to get into the, all the Breaking Bad characters, and I like both of them for different reasons. I think the final season's my favorite, because mm-hmm. uh, I just like the the way it ends, and I like the I really like the scene on the bus. It's really probably the best scene in the show. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I laughed when I was watching that scene. It's in the final episode. That's like one of the scenes where I'm like, oh no, hey, uh, it's Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Better call Saul. It's a good show, though. I I, I deeply in, I liked it more on on my rewatch, and it made more sense because I had never rewatched it. So I had started it in 2014 when it first aired on TV, or 2015. Uh, so it's like it was would, so spaced out. What would we order? Oh, I started it when I before I moved out to LA. The first episode aired when I was still in college. I, I know that, but I'm saying what would we order when we would watch it? B Dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. That's right. Wings. Oh. Wings and mozzarella sticks. Uh-huh. And the cheese poppers, or whatever they were. The no cheese hook. curds. The hook was was out of here. <sighs> it was a time gone. You the know? hook lasted like a, a month before, a month or two maybe. I. It's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable habit. It's not. It's not. I mean, maybe if I didn't purchase my own hook and I went socially to hookah bars with some buds, I would be a little more prone to like go, go hook it up. I think I'm hooked out for the rest of my life. Yeah. I could still maybe here and there go, hookah bars are fun, but uh, God, dude, I mean, the thing is, if, if you're not used to nicotine at all, and you go to a hookah bar and you rip it, I feel like I feel like hookah bars have a lot of, a lot of puke to clean up. Well, maybe it's good because, you know, 
You go to a hookah bar, typically they'll serve Mediterranean food, and that's very filling. It's, it's you know, a lot of, like, heavy, heavy meat. There's rice, a lot of bread, that type of shit. Um, unless you get one of their salads. But, um, yeah, so I, I... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Luke, censor this out. I'm, I'm, I'm readjusting. I'm readjusting ball, ball I see. skin. It looked like you were looking directly at my crotch ball while skin doing that. And so I... tip and just kind of getting everything. Okay, I'm, I'm all good. Sounds like a, like a, like a legal firm. Ball skin and tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got them in the ball skin and tip. Um, but yeah, I feel like hookah bars got to clean up a lot of puke. I feel like a lot of first timers go and just. <laughs> it is uh overwhelming but i haven't had we both haven't we've talked about this we haven't had hookah in years we haven't had hookah since probably 2015 i i remember the last time i had hookah it was, was in uh, the apartment no it was um it was it was one time when i visited home probably in 2017 you or went, 2016 oh, i'm going to mm. no some some a friend from church uh, from youth group invited me out uh, Christian invited me out uh, to go to a hookah bar with these 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 twins that we went to church with these kind of like fratty twins like, okay. yeah, we're going to the hookah bar so I was like sure and I went um, and that was the last time I had hookah and I, I just remember I was like this is nasty this is really gross that was riveting and we'll be right back after these ads Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Ah, to, a, to another good 20 or so minutes until the ne next ad read, buddy. I'll tell you what, man. Usually diet drinks... You can taste the dietness, but sugar-free Red Bull, it doesn't taste. It doesn't have that diet taste, that fake sugar taste. You know, I've never really been one for Red Bull. The first time I tried tried it, I was like, "This tastes like medicine." It's strong. I'm a white monster guy. I will say, you are a white monster. <laughs> it's um, what gives Red Red Bull that taste? Wings. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, I think it is in Thailand. When I was there, they have it. It, it looks like a medicine shot. Um. Because I think Red Bull is from Thailand, and it's like, it, I tried it, and it, it actually tastes like medicine there. It's like, it might be, it's like a bunch of roots and shit, so. You know exactly what was coming your way when your mom whipped out the clear medicine. Psst. Oh. 
fuck. It wasn't purple or bubblegum pink. Honestly, yeah, the clear medicine was pretty bad, but honestly... I preferred it later on, because I was like, I don't like... I, 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 the way I'm going to describe it is we, there's a better way to explain it, but the way, like, when something is trying to taste good when it's actually medicine reminds me of when you spray Febreze <laughs> in a bathroom that's just been slaughtered with <laughs> yeah. poop. With well, feces. The, the thing is, it's like the medicine is going masking, you know. Yeah, and it's gonna taste bad regardless. The medicine. I'd rather just get the bad taste over with. But the the thing is, they mask it with something that also tastes bad. Cherry or grape. That shit. The only decent one, kind of decent, was Motrin, the orange mm-hmm. flavored syrup. But like cherry or grape by itself, those flavors were so nasty, especially cherry. Cherry, cherry was the was the worst of them all. Great, so I wouldn't. Prefer, I love bubblegum pink stuff. That was probably just Pepto, though. Did you ever get when you were a kid that medicine from the doctor? I don't know if it was antibiotics, but it it, it looks like Pepto, and it was bubblegum flavor. Might have been that shit. And it that was stuff delicious. Yes, that's the okay. That's the stuff. I'm talking but it, about. it came in like a brown bottle mm-hmm. that was kind of a little bit see through. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I I want to know what that shit was because that shit. Give was, me some. I still remember the flavor. Like I can like feel it in my mouth. Do you remember? Uh, Something that I don't do, that I wonder if, like, I, I maybe when I turn 40, I'll do it. Maybe 40's the good stage for Vic, uh, Vic's VapoRub. Oh, yeah. So putting that on your chest for a good night's sleep. That's definitely a like, good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. You do, that, That's a thing? Isn't it used to, like, open up airways? Oh, shit. I gotta try that. Not open up airways, but, like, it's used for congestion, huh? Yeah, I, I know that uh, if you put it, like, under your nose, you can, like breathe or you can't actually breathe better i think but it just feels like it because it you can actually feel the air coming up because it, it's that like menthol shit yeah. another thing dementia when i was in thailand they had that shit just in a stick that you would sniff and it was awesome well we have something in a bottle we can sniff that's right and it's called poppers yep i'd say that like uh it's crazy how much more productive like People get worried or whatever, but we, Matt and I have done our research. We're not, we're, we're adults. And I think, you know, getting a recharge sometimes in a let's play, you might need like five popper hits, take a secret one. So people don't, you know, get on my ass. Cause people are kind of crazy. You and I have been taking poppers for a while and it's about daily consumption and there have been no difficulties in terms of focus or any like memory problems or anything like that. And I'm, I guess I'm just stating this because I've seen a lot of people worry about drug use, popper use, and all that. I'm just saying we're just using it for recreational fun, you know. Well, I use it medicinally. I, I self-medicate with poppers about 20, 30 times a day. Um, it keeps me, you know, if I don't have poppers, I feel, I, I feel like I can't actually feel my own happiness. So it, it helps me that way. For me, it's like I need it. To have fun for a let's play, so yeah, I guess that would be considered it's medication. Medication, it's, you know, it's very, it's good. You know, I can't really when I get home from work, I can't experience any emotion unless I use it. So that it, like the moment you get home, you just need that fucking yeah. Hit. Moment I wake up, it helps me feel some emotion. It helps me, you know. Otherwise, I'm just numb. And I keep I, some in my glove box just to like have if I'm in traffic and stressed. And if you get pulled over and offered to the cops, say, "Hey, copper, want a popper?" They they'll let you go every time. Yeah, you know. Uh, and I know, yeah, I've seen a lot of people online concerned about popper usage that were, were addicted to, to drugs. But 
I'm letting you know we're not addicted. Uh, we just use it uh, throughout the day uh, to get by. Yeah. You know? Little by little. I mean, you need more as you go on. Exactly. But that's just because... Tolerance. Yeah, your tolerance. Stuff. You're becoming stronger in general. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, I do the same thing with alcohol. It, it also helps me a lot. But those are nice kicks, man. Thanks, they're new. Are they? Yeah. I was going to say, I, I I was looking at them earlier. I was like, those are clean, dude. It's my new pair of, I, I get one pair of uh, shoes I, I wear for the year, and this is that pair. It's that time of the year? <clears throat> April yep. 1st, when you get some new shoes? Well, because my other ones are worn out from training, so they have no more support. You really don't notice the loss of support in shoes until you put on a brand new pair. I feel wonderful. I should get some shoes like that, man, because I recently got these 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 new Nike sneakers, and they have zero support. They look fly, by oh, thanks, the way. Man. They look very fly. They got zero support. That's the problem, though. Um, and the shoes I was wearing early before this had some custom support that I had put in. And when I put these on, I was like, ow, dude. But now I'm used to them. So if I go back to some support, like like I got to get some sneakers like that. They're great. I love them. They're stylish. These are the same, I think, brand that, uh, remember when we were in, uh, same shoe size. Yeah. If, when we were in, uh, Japan. Oh, yeah. The first time I had only brought my flip flops to walk around. We were in Shibuya Crossing and I was very disrespectful. Still just wearing my flip flops. (laughs) Um, and Aaron, uh, was like, there's a there's a shoe store over here. I don't know why I'm making him sound like that. But That's how he talks. Yeah. He's off camera. <laughs> I go, there's a sh- shoe store over <laughs> there's here. There's a shoe store over here, Ryan. Yeah. And, uh, Come on. You know, these are the same types of shoes I use for Disney World. They get me through the day. And I'm like, and I'm like, that sounds perfect. And so I got myself a pair, and I got myself another pair after that when they worn out. Now this is the third type. I've I've been off of this this particular shoe for about. Two years though, three years, two years actually maybe. They're very nice. They look cool. I like them. I uh, I really like um. They help with back too. Oh yeah, I mean, I do a huge the aspect. The more support, the better. Yeah, the huge aspect for your back is is your your foot support, which the doctor told me because I have those fucking bunions. Mm-hmm. He said as I get older into my thirties and my forties, my knees, my hips, my back, my pussy, and my crack, <clears throat> they're all just gonna fucking suck unless I get that surgery soon. Part of me is wondering, should I? Should I get some back surgery to squeeze, you know, squeak and, you know, get sh- shine my shoes, uh, oil my hinges? Honestly, dude, say. with the sciatica shit, I would just <clears throat> bite the bullet and just fucking get that surgery. Because I, I, it, how invasive is it? Well, it's on your spine. That's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, what do you think the recovery is like, though? Do you think it's like? Probably maybe a few weeks. Maybe like a month, month. I'd and say a it's half. worth it for the rest of your life, though. Where you're sore, and then, yeah. I mean, there's just a constant, just kind of like aggravating and you have discomfort. Crazy poppers. All times. Poppers around for you. Don't even have to get a prescription medication. Just poppers True. for pain relief. True. Although I would love to get some more opiates because ever since I ran out, I've been a little nuts. Yeah, you have been. So we could probably get you some. Yeah. You know, I prefer though. Um, I think it's just because, you know, I. We both own Super Mega. This is both of our office. I think that if I want to take out, like, if I want my mental illness to impact the workspace, I think I have the full right to do that without any repercussions on my end. As I said, I'm the one who owns the company. Am I? Are you going to fire me? Am I going to fire me? 
I you don't know? have the option to fire you. Yeah, you exactly. have the option to fire me, technically. But, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because when we were signing the business documents, uh, the person guiding us said, oh, just fill your names out in different spots. You can pick and choose. It doesn't actually matter. Little did I know. I'm it so glad you let my mom mediate for us, too. Well, she did a good job. But, you you know, if that's what it was, she just ahead. gave me all ownership. She's like, oh, Matt, these don't matter. <laughs> Ryan, choose CEO. Choose this. this. <laughs> she gives you all the good ones. Well, they were. We were told that it actually didn't matter. It, they, like they, they were all like, "It's like ah, it's whatever." But like, you do have the like, you can fire me, and I can't fire you. So you do actually hold a lot more power than I do. How much? How easy would it be for me to make that happen? Like how? Like it, you putting up a fight? How would we? How would that be resolved? Okay. Well, two things. I'd put. I'd put up a fight if you were trying to fire me, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> would if we were at that point, would I even want to s- keep doing this? So, like, why? What? What would the point be? Or the, I guess the point at that point would come if because I'm like, obviously, we're not going to keep doing super mega. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it would be fighting for for money. Yeah, over through the company. <clears throat> yeah, because you know we're fifty fifty. So I'm like, well, if you're also, we've never signed a contract with each other because I, you know, we trust each other. I trust and you. friends in business always goes well. Yes. So it's like which we've learned. Which yeah, exactly. So we we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> so uh yeah, I mean, if you if you actually did one day just ch- choose to fire me, say I tried to sneakily do it. I think we'd have a a social network moment. Like what would happen? Like I get the locks changed. <laughs> I get the locks changed. All of a sudden you're not getting paid. Like you stop texting. You me. try to call our accountant. They're they're like I can be your personal accountant, but no longer am I. You're off the company. <laughs> I'd probably I'm not I'd probably lose my mind. <laughs> I, I would be furious. <laughs> I like I just overnight I'm like I get really petty. I'm like, "You know what? Hey, can you stop payroll on Matt?" He uh <laughs> I don't know. He's getting too comfortable at the local playground. I don't know. Say something. <laughs> say something. Just make some shit up so she's like, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, this is a liability otherwise. Uh, yeah, I'd be very mad. I used the R word on stream? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He can't do that. Yeah, absolutely. There are two R words. Yeah, sitting in this room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was too far. Damn it. Now you have real reason to actually remove me from the company. I fucked up. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's right, baby. Uh, that's what I call ad reads. Or uh, a short break. If you're on Patreon. And you get the uh, podcast with no ads. And you get it early. Yep. So that's pretty cool. But enough shilling ourselves. Um, I want to talk about something serious. RuneScape? No. I was going to say Yo Mama. <laughs> RuneScape, I mean, I will say. Mm, mm-hmm. I just hit a little update. Combat level 75. I got 60 attack, 60 strength, and 60 defense. <sighs> so, yeah, I can officially use dragon now. Ooh, okay. And Nice. And uh, I've been getting bullied. It's uh, really been hurting my feelings. Um, In-game? Mm-hmm. Online? In-game. Okay. Because, let me tell you something. It's a little place called Fossil Island. And to get there, you have to do a quest. And to do the quest, you have to complete uh, this other kind of long challenge. I did it. I get there because it's the best training spot in the game. But, you know, the monster spawn points, there's mm-hmm. always people there doing the same thing. 
So when, when, I, when I find one that's empty, I'll switch worlds until I find one that's empty. And I'm like, yeah. And I guess it's like etiquette. You know, if someone is already there in one of those spots, don't come up and attack the same monster. Unless you're stronger than them. Then you exactly. kill them. Well, then, uh, you know, these higher level players will come up to me and just tell me to fuck off. Are they just like, fuck off? Mm-hmm. Really? For, this guy comes up and just goes, fuck off. <clears throat> uh, when I had had the spot for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, and I'm damn. Like, and I was like, no. And he's like, all right, and started killing all the monsters before I could. And he's like, you're just hurting your own XP at this point. He's like, did you do anything? And then he was like, he was like, bro, find another world. And I was like, why don't you find that's what I said? I was like, are you not capable of doing the same thing? And he said, no, told me to fuck off again. Fuck off. So I just so I left and he thought he won. Then I came back, started just not even to gain some XP. I started just attacking the same monsters. Every time he attack a monster, I'd hit it too. Got his ass. Ooh, did were you stealing XP from him? Uh, it was just annoying, yeah. Oh, because okay. I would be hitting, I'd be taking health off. He's like, seriously, fuck off. He just disappeared after a while. Another time, uh, someone came up to me when I was training, and they were much more polite, and they said, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred k gold if you find another spot." And I said, "Okay, really? Yeah." <laughs> That sounds perfect. I like that more than fuck off. Well, then another time I accident I ran up to an area and I was playing on my phone, so I wasn't really I was watching TV and I accidentally uh one of the monsters attacked me. Mm. So I automatically started fighting back and the guy said something really mean to me. I don't remember what it was. It was along the lines of fuck off. And I was like, Wow, that was unnecessary. So I just kept attacking the monster. I was being a little troll. Oh yeah. And he goes, Bot or just brain dead? Ooh. So you kept attacking. So I said Neither. Full of swag. <laughs> Full of swag. And he, uh, His response? He said, can you please find another spot? So okay, said, so he okay. said please. So when I backed off. But his initial response was akin to fuck off. I don't remember what it yeah. was. So, yeah, but I've been having a, you know, it is the best spot in the game pretty much for, for training your levels, for your attack levels, and, and just, I'm very, uh, it's hard to find it empty. That's so, so. And would it take you like a good 30 minutes to even level up now since you're so high leveled? With that, it's, it's taking me closer to an hour just to get one level up. Damn. I know. Yeah. Hey. The, the, the cost of brilliance is high. It's incredibly high. But I, I don't get how some of these guys have these maxed out levels because the gap between level 98 and 99 is the same as like 1 to 77. Well, you have to think about like how people obsess over games. Like, I know you're obsessed, but there are people who are not, not playing the game. You know what I mean? It's their life. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's their wow. It's their happiness. I tried to get into wow. I had fun for a little bit, then I just kind of backed off. I feel like it's one of those games where if you weren't in it at the start, maybe you didn't, I don't know. I've always wanted to get into wow. It seems a little, a little complex. It's fine. I mean, like, I had Ross helping me, and so that was, that was nice, and then there... There were other people that came and, you know, helped, helped me out, gave me some items. I I would like to. I've never tried. I feel like I'd like it. But uh, WoW is also one of those things where I feel like I, I don't know, I might get a little addicted to it. Yeah, you, uh, <clears throat> it is addicting. It is, it is RuneScape on crack, I guess, essentially. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just played a bunch to, back years ago, just to unlock a certain class. And then after I did, I just stopped playing. All together. I remember your WoW phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot everything. I, I, I mean, my character's still there. He still exists. I wish I had gotten into it when you did so I could play it with you. Because now it's like another thing is if I don't have anyone to play with. And now you're so overleveled that it's like you'd just be babysitting me. 
Exactly. And I'm not gonna fucking. I mean, I, I, I'm playing my own games. I just replayed Resident Evil Five and beat it this morning. I know. I, you know, it's it was like, great. The, uh, the AI for because uh, you've watched me play Resident Evil Two and some of Three, and you're watching me play Four right now. Spoiler alert for the next series coming out on the channel, but. It's a bit different because it's Resident Evil 5 is meant to be a co-op game. And so when played single player, that co-op partner is then given to AI. Oh, and it's not very good. Uh, I'll be run, I'll be doing a boss fight and some of the bosses or mini bosses have like one-shot kills, like a guy with a chainsaw. If he gets near you and swings and hits you, you're dead. You're just instantly dead. So I'll be running and the computer will get like stuck on a pillar for like a brief second which gives it just enough time to die. So there are several times where if the AI dies, you die too. Mm -hmm. You have to <laughs> you have to restart from a checkpoint. That sucks, man. I hope they I hope they do the I hope they do a remake. A lot of people don't want Five to have a remake. Uh, let me let me let me help you out there. A lot of woke assholes don't yeah. want them to do a remake. Ryan, yeah. all I'm saying is Resident Evil Five. As much as people hate it, best selling Resident Evil game. So let's let's uh let's would? hop off the high horse. I don't know if it's been if it's done better than any of the remakes though. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know if they want to touch that one. I feel like they, they will. Because they're going to have to change a lot. <laughs> they can, they, they'd have to change one specific section in general, which would be, I think, the marshland section where you're going around in a boat and there's, uh, some huts and villages. Um, the game takes place in Africa. So as you can imagine, um, when you go to the marshlands in Africa and there are huts and villages, uh, the types of people you will the see. The character design yeah. is a little, uh, a little Their out there. state of dress slash undress. It's just... Uh, they're going to have to tweak it a little bit. Jim... I don't know why... I'm sorry, Luke. I did... Don't, or don't, the, or don't, Jim don't, could do an edit here. <clears throat> yeah, Jim... Jim I don't trust Jim. Yeah. Oh, especially on this subject matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those uh, wonderings, like how how bad could it be? Or I didn't play Resident Evil. Oh, well, let me guess. It's just Luke. Remember that image I sent to the group text that without any context, <laughs> that probably just looked uh, racist from the like, start. Oh, Ryan sending another racist image <laughs> to the group text again. Uh, throw up that picture. That's that's the enemy type that 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 I'm mainly talking about. That Can't, one right there. Maybe, maybe Luke, when you throw it up, you should get rid of our camera as well, so it's not so people can't grab a screen grab of just the picture in the middle of the two and of an us. And an arrow that says this is from the Resident Evil Five game. Yeah. Yes. And also, then, uh, like, make sure on the picture you put this is an example, uh, and then just put the word like off offensive or like this is very offensive, or could be, could be seen as offensive. There. Yeah, that's good. You know. Give us a little wiggle room to play the middle a bit. But I, it's still my favorite Resident Evil game. I haven't played one, but I've played now two, some of three. I've never played four. I'm having fun with four. I like four a lot. Four but is really fun. Five is just a different beast. It's uh, just a fun little action game. Four is tied with two for me right now, honestly. Yeah. I think there's a, there's just a, a, a lot of the, Camp factor is why I love Resident Evil, and that's why Resident Evil Five just kicks it up a notch. And they've toned down the camp a little bit in the 
Resident Evil 4 remake, but mm-hmm. Camp's always been a part of the Resident Evil games, which I appreciate. Um, With 2, I just really liked Mr. X. Mr. X, he just looked like a buff Rorschach from The Watchmen. <laughs> Every Resident Evil game that we've played so far, they... Is it they just have a, a thing? big scary Does person. Does every Resident Evil game have a big scary person? I never played the first one. So the second one is Mr. X. The third, third one, one is... has Nemesis or whatever the fuck that thing yeah. is with the rocket launcher. He was cool as fuck. Four, we haven't come across any big stalking person yet. But we have come across big... A, a dude that could be, but he hasn't... We haven't had any stalker enemy. Like, uh, the, the enemy type is just a big invincible enemy that is always walking towards the the plot of it follows in a game character. Yeah. Well, which the plot of it follows for those who don't know, there's an entity always walking towards you. I love that word. No matter what. Entity? Entity, yeah. Mm. Entity. It's fun to say. And it's it it has just a very spooky vibe, you know? The vibes the vibes are spooky. And I will end entity. it with this. You know, the last, I think the Resident Evil 3 remake came out in 2020. It's 2023. Resident Evil 4 remake just came out on the heels, or, yeah, on the heels of a village. Of, of village. And so, you know, Resident Evil 9 is probably next. And then after that, hopefully, Resident Evil 5 remake, because it's a, it's meant to be a co-op game, and I think a little, we've had fun, you know, I've I've been mostly playing the Resident Evil games. You've been picking it up whenever you get handed the controller and or you know not doing a great job too yeah when you don't know the controls uh and you haven't been going through all the tutorials that lead you up to the intense you know but that a game is you're practicing just to you know it, it sets, gives you a little events to practice skills that you eventually get better at uh, because you recognize the patterns matt doesn't have that cuz he he just watches and like watching you can watch and kind of get Get it? But it's not the same as that muscle memory that you're getting over there with exactly. the controller. But when if if five comes out with a remake, which I hope to God they do, we're gonna do it co-op. We have to. Yeah, we will. Unless That'll they take fun. co-op out because people are upset with it for some reason. But I bet I bet it's fantastic, dude. I bet it's I bet it's fun as hell. Um They could just make a lot of quality of life improvements that they've been doing with like all the past games. One being taking out tank controls would be great. That just means um, you can freely walk while aiming because in Resident Evil Five right now you're just stationary and you have to stay there to shoot. And you to, can't like, walk and shoot. And to run around, you have to like hold down the X button to like run around. And to, it's weird. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that, dude. It it's it's a it's not like archaic, but it uh it definitely makes for some. Annoying circumstances when you when you're stuck in a spot and can't really turn. I mean, there's a quick turn button, but you can only move so fast. And Chris is a big dude. Chris, the main character of Resident Evil Five, Chris Redfield, I believe, he has big old muscles. Chris Raygun. No, <laughs> he doesn't look like Chris. He does Raygun. have big muscles though. He does, just like Chris Raygun. Uh, you know, I'm starting to think my mom might be. Coming a bit of a uh, gamer fat ass. Uh, whoa, she listens, Ryan, to every week. I was just you. Your lips looked like it was forming. Gamer, because you've been talking about that she's been eating like an unhealthy amount recently. Luke, and that L- you're worried. L- yeah, I think my mom's becoming a bit of a gamer. Um, mm. she watched my sister play through uh, Village. 
Ooh. And she said it was scary. And then my mom just watched The Last of Us. Watched just a playthrough on YouTube? No, the show. Oh. No. <laughs> she okay. watched a Let's Play of The Last of Us, the whole thing. I mean, thing. you go from her watching yeah. a game to... No, she watched uh, the, the Last of Us show. She said it was the scariest thing she's ever seen. What? You don't agree? Your mom's been alive fucking 80 years, and that's the scariest <laughs> thing she's Dude, ever seen. Play offer, man. <laughs> Jesus. You're going to hurt her feelings. I'm sorry. She knows I love her. Yeah, she does. She knows I'm only saying I'm like I'm like a little kid throwing pebbles at a play on a playground. Sorry. At a playground. At, or at a playground. You could be standing next to the playground throwing them at the ground on the playground. But I'm, you know? but in this I would be throwing them at a at a girl. Like a girl you got a crush on? Yeah. And I am also um elementary school aged in this <laughs> Just to set this, this, the universe, you know. Who's this fucking 30 year old throwing rocks at kids, elementary school kids on the playground? We should do that for a vlog. We should do a vlog where we just do just heinous things. We tr- I, uh, I don't know why I had this idea of like, could I pull it off? This is, this is an intrusive thought. The dress you wore? Yeah, you can pull it off. No, thank you. Uh, I had this idea, and it's not something I'm going to do or something I, I would never do. The idea centered around a heist that I set up for myself, an easy heist. It's kind of, what I'm about to describe to you is kind of like what a criminal, a starting criminal would think. It was like, uh, you know, just okay. a thought. My thought would be like, could I do this without you, like, figuring it out? I would find your wallet during the workday, take out your card, go down, buy some snacks, put it back in your wallet, and just, that's it. I would just go, use your card, buy some snacks for myself or a meal, and come back, put it back in your wallet. Could I get away with it? Could I get away with one of the most least intense heists ever? I think I could. Oh, definitely, dude. I mean, you and I are notorious for checking our bank account activity <laughs> frequently, so... Uh, yeah, I think you could easily get away with that. You and I leave our wallets around. Like, I lose all my shit all the time. Yeah, dude. Well, I just actually switched to a wallet because I had a phone case that I was keeping all my cards in lately. And I said, you know what? I'm not some fucking boomer, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I I don't like this. I'm going to switch over to, well, my cards. The real reason I switched my cards are falling out. So, uh, I got, I switched back to my old wallet and I can't get used to it. So, I'm leaving it around everywhere. So, it'd be very easy for you just to take my card. Honestly... What you could do is you could just take it out. I get home. I go, oh, fuck. I must have forgot to put my card back in. Um, you could go on, like, a two-day shopping spree, and I wouldn't fucking notice. Okay. And then just uh, a few days later at the office, just, like, kind of, like, put it maybe, like, under the table on the carpet. So I'm like, oh, shit. I must have dropped it the other day. <laughs> and I probably would never notice. Yeah, I just throw it on the ground. Yeah, easy. Because you would never think that your friend Ryan would. I would never imagine that a friend of mine would steal money from me. So it's like going th- through those lengths. Too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that that that's the type of thing that I just wouldn't ever guess. So yeah, you could do it. What about the opposite? Yeah, easily. Now what if you and I co conspire and do it to Justin? Oh yeah. You Matt He's loaded too, man. We can Matt the I'm gonna be honest. Our employees at the office are very lucky, you and I don't try to do pranks together most all usually any time why not we don't we don't we don't use i why, feel like if why you, don't and I, you and i start doing some pranks because i feel i feel like our pranks i feel like we would think too much into it where it would be like this weird truman show-esque thing for someone else to experience 
but it'll be so funny to watch. I think that you and I, I think it, it, it's it's a good, you know, some companies, you know, the the higher ups go on like business retreats to learn about leadership together, yeah. to, to grow stronger bonds. I think a way for us to grow our our, our brotherhood and in, in, in running a business is pulling pranks on our employees. Maybe take some prank classes at our <laughs> local community center. <laughs> Teach you like whoopee cushion 101. <laughs> I mean, it's at a community center. They just give people space to teach whatever they want, huh? Could you th- do you think if we went to the uh, community center and asked if we could we could do our own class, they'd let us? P- pranking 101? Well, depends, right? If it if it's a uh... They have to vet it, obviously, I'm sure. They'd have to vet it and they'd also have to I think that since it's a like a local government-owned thing, it would probably have to be sanctioned. It would probably have to There'd have to be taxpayer dollars given specifically to our the the class. Why don't we just teach people? I'll do it for free. How about we teach people how to be late? And people always show up on time, but you and I show up late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first class meets at seven seven on the dot. <laughs> we walk through the doors at like seven thirteen. <laughs> well. Looks like uh, you all failed your first pop quiz. I mean, I mean, that's the end of that class. Like, all right, see you tomorrow at 7. Remember, don't forget, tomorrow we're meeting a little earlier at 6.45. We show up at 7.13 again. Ooh! <laughs> again! Every one of you failed. And then, like, if someone does actually show up late, we were just like, yes! <laughs> yes! I was going to say, no, we just, we just reprimand them all the same. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what do you think? You think you're going to get a job being late like this? <laughs> sure, being, being like, sure you're on time most of the time, but that one time you're late is what counts. Welcome to the class, guys. We're the Tardy Brothers, and we're going to be uh, teaching you a little bit about how to be tardy. Change the spelling of that. That's another type of class. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I do wonder, though. Learn what to it, be. Yeah, I, <laughs> the letters are there. Tardy brothers, you can rearrange them. Yep. Uh, but I will say, I wonder how hard it would be to get our own class. We probably have a we... better shot at doing uh, what's that fucking thing called? Master class. Like the online. And they've sponsored us before. I don't know if they still sponsor. I'm not saying anything negative. No, I know. Uh, well, I don't know, dude. They had fucking Bill Clinton do one on on diverse diversity and leadership. So it's like, I don't know if, if, you know, they've had Bill Clinton. I don't know if they're going to have us. They had Hans Zimmer. Love Hans. I do. He makes great scores. Apparently Hans Zimmer's son is a, is a meghead. I found that out through the grapevine. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. You know, maybe Hans Zimmer can write the score for our podcast. Get another migraine. Oh, I thought you were doing some, like, doctor. I didn't get any sleep. Yeah, how many I hours woke of... up from a migraine. How many hours of sleep you get? I got about two hours of sleep. So that's what I'm running on. I drank a Red Bull, had this, and I had some peanut butter toast and a protein shake. I commend you for coming in, dude, because honestly, if I if I end up getting two hours of sleep, I'm just going to, I'm texting the group, and I'm like, not today. I forget sometimes that I could just like, I could just be like, yo, I don't know why I'd start up. Yo, ha- it sounds <clears throat> cool. Hey yo, maybe. 
Hey, yo. It's more fitting for my 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 pigmentation. Uh, but yeah, but if you're if you're trying to sell the fact that you have a migraine, hey, oh, doesn't really scream that. Probably like, hey, only got two hours of sleep. Sorry, guys, can't come in. No one's gonna be upset with me. You know, you and I too. If if we're just coming to record, we can always be like, you want to meet at like seven, just do a nighttime recording. Yeah. No traffic on the way get home. Some Excedrin. You gonna get some Excedrin? Yeah. Well, guys, Ryan's gonna go pop a couple Excedrin, which is gonna make the Super Mega Cast After Hours segment. Extra, extra lit and funny. Uh, so if you go to our Patreon right now, you can uh, you can see the the after hours segment. So thank you guys for watching. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> Sorry, I just gave people like a screenshot to do of like if I ever admit an argument with someone on Twitter, they could like post a screenshot, and be like, "This you, yeah." An argument coming from a guy like this. I did a funny little pose. Yeah, you did. Did uh, you see it? I did. Should I give everyone one for me? Yeah. How's that? Open your mouth a little more. Yeah, perfect. That's perfect. All right, yeah. Maybe two. those should be the thumbnail shots. Oh, that's good, yeah. Luke? You can put them together in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just call the episode, This You. Yeah. And uh, for those who are going, this episode was too short. I wish there was more podcast for me to listen to. There is. Uh, there is more podcast for you uh, to listen to over on our Patreon. It's $5 a month. You pay for that, and you get not just... Uh, the after show, which is an extended uh, segment of this podcast, you also get a new show that we just created specifically for the Patreon called Uncle Sleepover, which are which is a riff tracks on movies. It's very uh, mystery science theater three thousand esque. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, it's just it's just riff tracks. It's fun. You There's just also... watch, you watch a movie with us and you and you listen to our great. It's like you're watching a movie with your with your uncles Matt and Ryan. Exactly. There's also other behind the scenes stuff. Uh, monthly Q and A, typically, usually a monthly Q and A, um, and uh, Matt's mixtapes. I want people on the Orion mixtape. One recently came out, new Matt mixtape. Yeah, it's fun, and uh, we got we got lots of bonus stuff on there. There's a there's a huge backlog, so so go check it out. We appreciate the support. We've been getting demonetized a lot lately, so yeah. appreciate it. Love you guys, and we will see you next week. Man, it's always a slam dunk when I see Ryan and Matt. Love you guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.